Hello, and thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast from Prism Insurance Agency. As you know, we put in a ton of time and effort to make each of our shows as valuable as we can. If you find the information useful, please share this podcast with a friend by emailing it to them or sharing this on the social media site of your choice. One of the biggest dangers to people's financial security and retirement is long-term care. And November is Long-Term Care Insurance Awareness Month. In honor of that, we're having a recognized visionary and thought leader in her field, Dr. Marion Summers, who is the author of Elder Care Made Easier, with over 40 years of experience as a geriatric care manager, caregiver, speaker, and experts in all things elder care. She is going to share with us some of the tools that organizations she's involved with have provided to help educate and create awareness about long-term care planning. And as you'll find out today, long-term care planning goes well beyond just insurance. Welcome, Dr. Marion Summers. Uh, it is my pleasure to be on your program. November is known as Long-Term Care Insurance Awareness Month. Right now, we've heard the statistics 10,000 baby boomers a day are reaching retirement age, and I think this is a real important topic that a lot of people haven't really taken the time to really consider. Why don't we just start out with, what is long-term care and why is it so important in today's society? Long-term care is an issue that most people put off because they feel they're not ready for it, they're not going to need it now. But long-term care is anything to deal with any health issue down the road, but for most of the consumers they feel is way down the road, and they don't realize that the time to investigate and the time to get themselves educated is right now, so that they have a wealth of information in front of them so that they can make logical choices. Long-term care is about health issues that may hit them down the road, may not hit them down the road. It's just like getting car insurance, you get house insurance, you get insurance for your boat, you insure everything in the world except yourself. And Long-term care is starting to think about how can you insure yourself for what you hope will never happen, but if it does happen, you are prepared for it. You have taken care of not only yourself, but you've protected your family. Well, I think most of us are in denial on this one, so I'm sure you've heard all the excuses. Do you have any statistics of how many people have addressed this issue? Well, more than 70% of Americans over the age of 65 are going to need some sort of long-term care. The statistics are absolutely staggering, but 25% of all households are providing some sort of elder care, so we're dealing with a generation of people who not only need to take care of themselves, but they may be taking care of adult children who may be in college or even young kids still at home, and they're taking care of parents. So that they really have to start thinking about they are so responsible for so many things, not just holding down a job but taking care of their family, but they may be responsible for parents or grandparents that if something happens to that primary caregiver, that primary person, who is going to take care of all of these people that are dependent upon them? So it is very important that each one of us say, how am I going to take care of myself and how are all the people that I am responsible for also going to be protected? Now we hear generation referred to as the sandwich generation, which I think is the baby boomers, and we're now facing these issues ourselves maybe for our parents, while at the same time juggling raising kids. So for some people, as much as they're kicking the can down the road, they're so busy taking care of everybody else, but they're not really thinking about planning for themselves. Is that what you're finding? When you say that they're in denial, that is such an incredible statement because they just feel, well, I'm healthy, I'm strong. I'm 
45, 55, 65, doesn't make any difference what the age is. They always feel whatever is a problem, it's never going to happen to them. And we have to get realistic. Something like 70% of the people over 65 are going to need some sort of care. They're going to have some sort of disability. And 47% of the people over 85 are going to need an extended amount of care. 47% of those over 85 are considered to have dementia in its various forms. So it's not something we can say is never going to happen to us. We just have to be realistic and take care of our health. I encourage people to start firstly with themselves. Take care of your health, not just eat right, but exercise. All the things that we know we should do, no coffee, no alcohol, no excessive anything, no excessive food. The expression is, you are what you eat. That is very true. So firstly, take care of yourself in a practical way. But the other side of the practical way is look into the costs that are involved. What does it cost for an assisted living? Well, an average assisted living is $45,000 a year. An average nursing home is $83,000 a year. And most people think that the government is going to provide all of these services, and that is not the reality. The reality, this is going to come out of somebody's pocket. And if it comes out of your pocket, then the many years that you have taken to save will disappear in a blink. So how do you recommend beginning the conversation if somebody's ready to at least talk about it with their advisor or their insurance professional? What's the best way to get started? There's a wonderful website called 3in4 Need More. That's www.3in4 Need More. That's the number three and the number four. And they have done all the research on what does it cost for a nursing home or an assisted living anywhere in the country. So if you have a loved one in another part of the country, you can go and figure out what does it cost? Do you want them to move near you? Is that an option? Do you want them to stay in the area that they are? And at least you would know what the costs are. I mean, Alaska is over $200,000 for a nursing home, so that's way out cost-wise. So you need to know what are the costs in your immediate surrounding area. And the thing to do is just to go into these facilities or one send for the brochure. All the brochures are gorgeous. You do have to go to these facilities and actually look at them and ask a lot of questions. But the thing to do is go to your financial advisor before there is an issue. Look into long-term care insurance. You insure your house, your car, your boat, and all of those other things. Look into how you can insure yourself. If you realize that one week in a rehab or a hospital or an assisted living for any reason, that would cover the cost for a year, by and large, just a rule of thumb. So when people understand what the costs are, to go into one of these facilities, even on short-term rehab, as opposed to having insurance that will cover a major portion of this, most insurance and Medicare will not cover these expenses. And that is the part that people do not understand. I like to keep it more simple. I use the acronym SOS. S is for the situation. Look at your family history. What is your personal health? What are the diseases that seem to manifest themselves in your own family? Nobody has a crystal ball, so you don't know if and when you're going to get sick and what disease is going to hit you. But if you have some inkling, then look into some of those problematic things. Are there some things in your behavior that you could stop doing now that might exacerbate some of those family problems? S is for the situation. O is for options. Now is the time to decide what your preference would be. 
let people know, people around you, your family, your support system, know what you would want. Would you want to live in your own home? And that's really where most people want to be. Do you want to live with your children or a family member? Do you want to go into an assisted living or a nursing home or some other options that might be available to you because of your unique situation? So know what your options are. And then S is for solutions, finding out the cost of all the options and think about how you're going to pay for them. Please check the three and four. That's www.threeandfourneedmore.com. And they have a state-by-state calculator that at least you could start your search. They've done all the research for you. And there's a lot of other information on that website. I want to reinforce that regular insurance and Medicare will not be enough if you come into any of these categories where you're going to need some long-term help. Well, Dr. Marion, I think the key there is planning. And it's amazing when I ask people, I said, do you have a long-term care plan? Their answer is, no, we don't have insurance. Well, insurance might be a solution toward a plan, but knowing what type of care you prefer, what the costs are, what the sources for paying for that is, most people just wait till it's too late. So when we come back, we're going to take a short break. Let's get into what are some of the ways available to pay for long-term care. It doesn't always necessarily mean insurance, so please stay tuned. This copyrighted program and its contents is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, nor station render legal, medical, accounting, tax, or other professional advice. The information and opinions expressed here are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendation for any individual situation or security. For specific assistance, you should seek the services of a competent professional. To learn about a specific investment option, ask your Real Wealth Advisor for a prospectus. Please read the prospectus carefully about the fees, expenses, and risks before investing. Real Wealth Advisors offer security and investment advisory services through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered investment advisor, PO Box 64284, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55164. Real Wealth Advisors and Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated are not affiliated entities. This is Real Wealth Weekly on the Real Wealth Advisor Network. I'm Leslie Bibb. Everything changed the day my mother received the awful call that there had been an accident and my father hadn't survived. Suddenly, she was faced with having to raise four girls on her own. But my mom's burden was lessened by my dad's thoughtfulness. His life insurance kept her family together and enabled us to carry on. My father loved us enough to expect the unexpected. Learn more at lifehappens.org, a public service message from the nonprofit Life Foundation. Welcome back as we continue our conversation today with Dr. Marion Summers, who is an elder care expert and national spokesperson for the Three and Four Need More Association and author of the book, Elder Care Made Easier. And I hope you don't mind me mentioning that we're tapping into your 40 years of wisdom, doctor. I think it's important for people to understand you have been through the trenches on this subject and committed your education and passion and knowledge to educating America on the reality that we need to face this issue because it certainly isn't going away. Now, we talked a lot before the break about about long-term care and what it is. Let's talk a little bit about how it's paid for. What are some of the ways available to pay for long-term care today? Firstly, people look at their own personal savings, their retirement benefits. Have they looked into annuities and other financial solutions that they may have worked out with a trusted financial advisor? Always go to an expert if you need help. 
if you have a very smart friend when it comes to finances, then ask their advice. There's also reverse mortgages, and if you're over 62 and own your own home, that means the title is in your name, you can pull out the equity within that home, and it's not taxed. The money that comes with the reverse mortgage is not taxed. And there's also the long-term care insurance. And the sooner you get it, the lower the premium. So the younger you are, the lower the premiums will be. And long-term care insurance is very often a matter of you talk to a long-term care insurance expert, they will work out a program that is specific for your needs. It's not a one-size-fits-all. You figure out what it is you need, what you think you can afford, and you get the most for your money by talking to a long-term care insurance person. There are so many options available, and the thing is that's key when it comes to the insurance end. We talk about traditional long-term care insurance, but there's now benefits. You mentioned earlier annuities, life insurance, where there's what's called linked benefits, which is something that's happened more recently in the last few years that these products have become available. But then you also have states that are partnership states, whereas if you have a certain type of benefits, those benefits, whatever dollars are paid out, you're able to keep and not have to spend down in order to become eligible for Medicaid. So there are so many different options and there's not just one solution because what I've found, and Tony and I both have had personal experience with grandparents that needed long-term care. My mom died in a long-term care setting after having home health care come in and then later on as she got to be to the point where there weren't enough shifts to go around, she needed to be in assisted living for the last few weeks of her life. The key is with all this, a lot of times people are kind of in denial like my kids will help me or my my sister or brother, but they don't really realize the impact if you're at that stage where you need 24-hour care or even just 12 hours of care in a day, eventually people run out of shifts where they can be dedicated toward that care. So the thing is to have that discussion with the family and figure out what's going to play what role. Maybe family can be a caregiver to a certain extent, but you might still have to be paying for someone coming into the home, assisted living, adult daycare. The key is having a plan, and maybe there's many different pieces to that solution. It's not always just insurance or just the family or just the government. Maybe it's all three of those together come up with a good solution for providing the care that someone might need. Well, you covered so many wonderful examples of how people can educate themselves and think about what their options are, but you covered something that I haven't spoken about, and that's the caregiver. The person who is actually all of a sudden in a situation where they are caring for someone, and the statistics on that are really quite staggering. 16% of the caregivers die before the person that they're caring for, and that is a statistic that I find very alarming. So we have to realistically think about who is going to take care of us, and do they have the option? You know, the old expression, one mother can take care of 10 kids, but 10 kids can't take care of one mother, is really very true. People have very busy lives now. They need to maintain their job, maintain their family, maintain whatever it is they already have a full agenda, then all of a sudden they're taking on caregiving. So the caregiver has to take care of themselves on a doubly. So it always comes back to how are we taking care of ourselves on a physical level, on a mental level, on a spiritual level, and how are we staying in balance? And in that process, do your investigation for yourself and your family members long before the issue arises. There is this misconception, well, I don't need to worry about it, the government will take care of it. 
And I know one thing when it comes to Title 19, even between spouses, there's a spend-down requirement that basically the individual that needs the care really has to be impoverished, destitute. It's a Title 19, it's a welfare program. In order to have another spouse that's still okay be able to keep some assets so that they can still live, even being able to shift assets around between spouses can be pretty tricky. And making sure there's other resources rather than spend everything down and be completely dependent on the government. And something that people really need to look at as well, while it's important to know all these different things, sometimes life can catch us off guard. It's also important to have things like powers of attorney, health care, and financial to allow for this planning to continue when you're not able to do it yourself. Can you comment a little bit about that? Well, I always say a failure to plan is a plan to fail. And anyone who doesn't have a will, a health care proxy, a durable power of attorney, a do-not-resuscitate order is really putting their family at a disadvantage. Because if you don't have these pieces of paper in order and all of a sudden you are incapacitated and cannot make decisions for yourself, whatever the problem may be, people don't have the avenue or the legal backing which these papers give them to be able to make decisions for you, whether it's a health decision or a financial decision. So when you have all these papers in order, you are really blessing your family and you are making sure that your wishes are the ones that are being carried out rather than a hospital or some legal entity making desires and choices for you. Well, we've talked about resources throughout the show today. Why don't we just revisit that? Of course, first you said start with someone you can trust and reach out to them first. But you also mentioned a couple of websites, plus share about your book and how that can help guide people in preparing for the subject. My book is Elder Care Made Easier, and it is very practical. It's the thinnest book possible. And if somebody goes to my website, drmarion.com, and just asks me a question, they can get a free PDF of the book, Elder Care Made Easier. So that's one way, or they can go to Amazon and get it. It's very practical. It starts off with how to communicate to a senior, and it goes through financial issues and communication on all levels. It has 10 steps, and the final step is dealing with dying, death, and bereavement, which is a very delicate subject, and most people don't want to talk about that, but it's the reality of life. And go to the www.3in4needmore.com. It's a good place to start the conversation and start your investigation. And always start with your immediate area. Do you do know what's immediately in your area? What are the resources that are available to you now? You may not need them, but you should know what's right around the corner. Most people are not aware of what social services are out there, what community support systems may be out there, what transportation needs might be available. Do your research before the need is there. Well, you know, I like the name of the group you talk about, three and four need more. I got to believe less than one in four have anything when it comes to this area of planning. With this being Long-Term Care Insurance Awareness Month, Dr. Marion, we really appreciate you sharing the wealth of information that you have and as well as all the resources that are available to get people started with the planning process. But make sure 
you don't go this alone. This is not a do-it-yourself solution. If you've had no experience in your own family in dealing with this, or maybe just limited experience, or maybe it isn't even recent experience, the rules when it comes to Title 19 and assistance programs that are available are changing dramatically. What's available in the insurance marketplace, there's been a lot of changes in that. Family dynamics and situations change. The availability of caregivers is changing as baby boomers age. You look at the people in the medical profession, I'd have to say a good percentage of the people in the medical profession are baby boomers as well and nearing retirement. And I don't know if we have enough caregivers coming behind to replace the ones that might be retiring in that area. So getting on that early and looking at a plan and reviewing that plan and working with your insurance professional to do that I think is an important consideration. It may not even be a bad idea to have a family meeting and discuss this and get the cards out on the table and discuss who's going to do what. Instead of in most cases, we see a lot of families just kind of assume everything's going to work out, and that's never the best plan. So we really want to thank you for joining us today and would really look forward to having you back again to share your wealth of knowledge in this very important topic. It's an important topic, and I appreciate the invitation. Thanks for joining us this week, and tune in again next week as we explore another phase of the real wealth process. And remember, if anything you heard in today's show you'd like to get more information about, contact your real wealth advisor. Also, if you feel that any of this information will be helpful to a friend or family member, just click the Forward to a Friend button. This copyrighted program and its contents is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, nor station render legal, medical, accounting, tax, or other professional advice. The information and opinions expressed here are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendation for any individual situation or security. For specific assistance, you should seek the services of a competent professional. To learn about a specific investment option, ask your Real Wealth Advisor for a prospectus. Please read the prospectus carefully about the fees, expenses, and risks before investing. Real Wealth Advisors offer security and investment advisory services through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered investment advisor, PO Box 64284, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55164. Real Wealth Advisors and Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated are not affiliated entities. This is Real Wealth Weekly on the Real Wealth Advisor Network. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast from Prism Insurance Agency. We've got additional information and links in our show notes which you can click on to learn more. If you have any questions about any of the topics covered or would like to learn more, you can go to our website, www.myprisminsurance.com. You can reach out to us on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter. Call us at 951-243-2800 or email me directly at prob at myprisminsurance.com. The email is in the show notes as well. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful week.